dreams came true, now we eating. I got more dreams to chase, gotta reach them. Uh, trying to put a team together like the Hunger Games. Everybody grind together, we all came from Hunger. I hate y'all. <laughs> Late ill kid at one yo, so hold it down. Bring that streaky kid nerd. So, what is up, my people, today or yeah? Come on with another wonderful episode of That's Right. Nerd Soul on screen. We talk about Motherland, Fort Salem. It's over, y'all. It's all over. It's finished. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, it's done. It ain't coming back no more. It ain't, that's it. Freeform said you're done. But we here to talk about the show, what's going down this season, the series as a whole. Big shout out to Vera Morris in the chat already. A couple people getting their lurk on. Much love to all y'all. Glad you're here. And if you're here on the replay, nice to see your beautiful sunshiny faces. Feel free to get your like on, subscribe on, share on, all that jazz. Um, because we're going to be chilling. I'm a, um, okay, I'm going to start off with, since this show is over, I'm going to start off with how I started on this show. I know I'm, I ain't gonna hold y'all all day. I know it's Friday. Y'all like, man, it's Friday, man. I want to go get my chicken, my fish. I want to kick back. I want to put my feet, put my feet up. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to talk about this show that's going off. Yes, you do. <laughs> um. Well, there you said you wish someone would pick this show up. I mean, I feel you, but then at the same time, they kind of ended in a good place, so I'm not mad at it. You know what I'm saying? So, all right, this is how I started on this show. I remember seeing these billboards of three girls yelling into like the darkness, I guess, or yelling at nothing. It was like, ah. And I was like, what is this stupid stuff? What? what Motherland, Fort Salem? What is like some military stuff? I don't want to see no. They, the, the picture was not the greatest. Even to this day, I don't think that picture is the greatest. They're just like yelling at nothing. They're like just yelling. Just like, it was, it, you didn't know what was going on. But for some reason, because there were like there were like two, there were like two billboards around my area. So I said, you know what? I think it was on Hulu or something. So I said, you know what? Fine. Let me go on and and check this show out. You know what I'm saying? Let's see. Let me go see. And from the first scene. I was hooked. I ain't going front. I was hooked. I, yo, the whole, the terrorist plot from the spree, um, learning about the Camarilla. I, I was, I was like, this is, this is a huge deal. And like the lore that they set up is something that I enjoyed a lot because it was more than just good and bad. Um, I, I've said this on a couple of the shows. I don't know. You might be new. You might not. But uh, I like stories or I, I wish more stories would have more than just two factions. You know, in most shows, there's the good guys, there's the bad guys. That's it. Um, and when I say when I say the good guys, and the bad guys, I know there might be one character that's in the middle or something like that. But what I mean is in this show, we get the humans, the Camarilla. The Spree, the Motherland Witches, we get the Session Witches, and then like witches that are like witches, but they're just like kind of like they 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 don't want no beef. They just want to kind of kick it and live their life. And I was like, yo, this is dope. We get we get like multiple sides of this ongoing conflict where 
everyone has a little something to gain. Everyone has a little something to lose. Even in um, season two, was it season two? Vera, you'll let me know, or maybe Nisa. Uh, season two, where the dude from Camarilla um, tells Nikta, he's like, you're one of our best, uh, you know, uh, what do you say, uh, recruiting, uh, you know, plot points or whatever, whatever he said. I can't remember exactly how he worded it. But basically, like, yo, because of you, we got tons of, we got membership is up. Because you in the spree, and you know, when you have things of that nature, when the pendulum swings, you know, you got to live with that. And like, Nikta, we, we see that, we see her deal with that through season two and even into season three, when we meet President Wade again, shouts out to D. You know what I'm saying? She always going to be D for Moesha. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Shouts to D. So um, we see her even dealing with that now, saying like, hey, look, I don't care if you take me to jail, got to do whatever, but at least use my strength to get rid of these people, knowing that a lot of the reason that they've gone to the list they have is because of the lengths that she's gone to. Even though you see through the dirtiness that Alder did back in the day, you get it. You know what I'm saying? You get why she's angry. You get her, her beef and all that. But it's like, we see that these consequences are like overlapping one another and playing out. Even in situations where our team, the Bellwether unit, is trying to protect the people at that, um, it was like this military, this... I guess this military fair or whatever, I think that's season one. You know, my memory is a little dusty, y'all. I've seen the whole show, but I think it's when they were trying to like protect people and people being like kind of scared and standoffish to them, like that stuff. And and then uh, the spree taking that, uh, that bus hostage, like all of that, all of those consequences continue to overlap and matter in this show. And for me, it showed a a consistency of not only story points, but also consequences to character growth um, and character decisions. And I like that a lot with this show. Like this show does, on the low, strangely, it, it's weird that it's like, it's like this show is, and I know people are gonna be mad at me when I say this, but I feel like this show was almost too good for Freeform. Like, <laughs> I feel like if this show was on AMC or something, you'd be like, oh, that, like Freeform just seems like a weird place for it because of how well they continue to tie into the interpersonal relationships from former decisions uh, to bring up long lasting consequences, how it weighed on people. This show, man, yo, on the, on the low, this show really shines in a way where some of y'all favorite shows be lacking. Be like, hey, uh, y'all did this, but remember in season five when like you didn't do this? And what they don't do that in this show. Now, of course, someone could say this show is only three seasons as opposed to something like, what has a long um like Supernatural. Supernatural was what, 15 seasons, 16 seasons, something like that? So someone could make that argument. But the consistency in how the characters were treated how they grew a lot of things that we saw in here were just incredible and i love this show for that now shouts to the chat nisa says uh you know peace uh like the show since season one too yeah true that um uh let's see um 
Vera said she likes that they address the old and new. I also I also liked how they handled the different songs in the final season. Like I, I man, they they good on you guys. Good on you. So uh, Nisa says, yeah, the spree was acting all the way up, <laughs> but with good uh, with good reason. Uh, General Alder was uh, wrong for mistreating Nicta's work the way she did. Yeah, because she killed all those innocent people. Um, they had already, those people had already surrendered and all that, and she killed those people just because she could. You know what I'm saying? Um, and she had to deal with that, and she had to, you know, she had to pay for that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and Cheryl Lee Ralph came on as president and did her thing. True that. Shouts to President D. You know what I'm saying? President D did her thing. I ain't going front. Um, now, Nisa also says, it's smart TV. Sadly, it never survives. Yeah. Th- th- one thing I do enjoy is that at least these shows that are well-loved by, uh, by, by uh, critics or, or their fans and stuff are at least getting chances to have final seasons. So in this case, even though it's only three seasons, at least they knew season three was going to be the last season. So they could then write it in a way where it's like we can tie up the story and give everybody a good ending and all that kind of stuff. Now, we're going to talk about season three, but I got to get this off my chest. I got to get this off my chest. This is no diss to any community. I'm not trying to diss no community. All right. Before we get started, I ain't got no hate for no community. I ain't trying to hear it. I'm I'm not beefing with y'all. But I'm not happy that the only only couple that was split up through death was the black love couple. I I ain't happy about that. I'm going to just be honest. Everybody else couple got to live. You know what I'm saying? Even if they got roughed up a little bit. Everybody else community got to live. The black love couple, uh, they had to die. I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, I look, sometimes my antennas be hot. They be hot. But I saw that. I ain't like it. I'm just saying I ain't like it. You know what I'm saying? You got, you got these, this community. They cool. You got this community. They cool. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, that. Everybody, they loves is fine, but the black love, that had to be stopped. You know what I'm saying? Look. And, come on, man. Anacostia was the dopest. All right. One, Anacostia, natural hair, on deck all the time. Bam. Two, then the brother that was with her, it was real. You know what I'm saying? She didn't try to sun him or disrespect him. He didn't try to sun her or disrespect her. Their love was strong. It was tight. And even though they worked in two different you know, he was working on the, the presidential stuff and she was working on the military stuff. Their love was still strong. It's like it's like Book and Burnham in, uh, in Star Trek Discovery. Two black people just living in love. Just living in love and minding their business. You know what I'm saying? And why I got to get broke up? Why that got to be broke up? You know what I'm saying? Why You ain't see, ain't nobody else love get broke up. You know what I'm saying? I, that's, I'm just saying, I had to, I couldn't, co- it wouldn't be Nerd Soul if I didn't cover that. I had to say it. I had to I had to say it. So let me talk about this season. They could have easily crapped the bed on this final season. Easily. But we found a way to still service all of our interests 
from the Camarilla to the now sort of defunct, uh, fractured or crumbled spree to the, I guess, secret invasion of the government to the literal, the literal, I don't know, subversion of the military through the spree, you know what I'm saying? And through the, the, uh, shenanigans, if you will, of the new president, we, we gonna talk about him in a second. It, we weaved through all of these stories and I don't feel at least not at this point. And I mean, you guys can of course point it out to me. I never really felt like I was shortchanged on anyone's specific view. You know, we knew how D felt. We knew how, uh, what's the new president's name? Someone shout it out to me. I'll look at, look up in the, uh, look up online real quick. But, uh, the, I think the, the view of the Camarilla and their fear, at least their fear was well described, well shown. But we also see that essentially, essentially their racism will just, you know, I don't know, racism for witches. I don't know if the basically racism. I mean, you know, whatever isms, the witchism, whatever it is. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, we see their, you know, their side. I mean, as extreme and crazy as it is, and as vile as it is, we at least understand why they're doing what they're doing. We understand what the president's doing, even though it's basically just underhanded to get more power for the sake of having more power, even though he's essentially a figurehead at this point. Um, we see where Motherland, Fort Salem, is kind of caught in the middle of this situation where it's like, oh, snap. Well, of course we didn't know the president's daughter or vice president's daughter was going to die and how that quickly turned into them becoming wanted essentially. So we have this wanted storyline where they're running through the session, sneaking into the session, getting chased by the marshals. All of this is like, they continue to keep the suspense and continue to weave story throughout because we get these stories of the first song. We get the stories of the marshals. We know where the session, where the session sort of lands. And, you know, of course the session is basically like, Hey, this is, this is where we're going to give all the native people that we, you know, screwed over at the U.S. government. That's going to be that's going to be their area. One could make an argument that since this is all fiction, there is another area that was proposed to be given to another group of people that the U.S. screwed over. But I know that's the the story is already handling a lot, so I'll let that go. But seeing the politics inside the session, they didn't just say, hey, they're in the session. Uh, there's some people that are mad at them and that's it. We get to see the politics of the different, I guess you could say, sort of five civilized tribes in this version. And, yo, it was, it, it was awesome that they didn't shortchange the time in the session. Because they could have just said, hey, they're hiding here and then just jump to something else. But... We removed, we remove uh, Rael from the story. We, uh, we kind of sort of start to follow Alder as she's picking up these different pieces of the song. We get this, uh, this awesome and beautiful moment with Tally who shouts to Tally, for real. 
Tally is a character that I hated when we first started. I was like, what are you? You are useless. Get out of here. And now Tally's awesome, man. Like, she, she is kind of like the heart of the team, for real. I mean, they, I mean, we say it at the end of the show, but, you know, she's the heart of the team. And it's just like, it, it's, wow. Man, 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 I love y'all. I, I, man, you, you make me proud. You grew up. Right? Your first she was annoying. Right? And then you grew up. So, um, just uh, her and her sight and trading her sight for the song and becoming so wise by the end and trusting in the mother. There's so much around Tally that was just like, man, dang, like this season she came up. And even the way we've seen the change with Abigail and her mom, um, uh, General, uh, man, uh, Petra, Petra. Uh, seeing Petra and Abby's relationship in season three, kind of like being like, you know, I love you and we can only see each other in the mirror or saw each other when we gave ourselves up. It's A1 writing, man. Like this, because, but they also because they did the work required in season one to set this stuff up so we care about these people. Um, even, even situations like Adil... And, and um, Abigail, even though, you know what I'm saying, it, it'd be awesome, you know what I'm saying? But, I, you know, I'm, I, I have to say it would be awesome if, wouldn't be the show if it wasn't. But I like Adil. I even, yo, straight up, more so than Adil, his little sister, what was Adil's sister's name? Somebody, somebody let me know in the chat. I'll, I'll circle back to it. But Adil and Abigail, they had great chemistry. Uh, Gregory or Gregorio or whatever, Greg, Gregorian, Geor Georgian, whatever that boy's name is, and Tally, great, uh, 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 great chemistry with them. Uh, Kalita, yes, Kalita. On the low? Kalita, my girl. Yo, since the moment they stepped on screen, Kalita was like, we don't need you, we don't want you, what you want? <laughs> like, <laughs> so shouts out to Kalita. Um, I've loved her ever since she came on the show. But uh, seeing those relationships play out, and then of course, Rael and um, Scylla. When this show first started, um, yeah, Vera, all right, I'll, 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 I'll come back on Vera because Vera asked me real, a question real quick. But um, <laughs> Vera said, old oh, young lady. <laughs> um, Scylla is someone I hated at the beginning too. I, because of course we know information that Rael don't know. So I'm like, I'm like, girl, get away from her. You don't need, she a bad influence on you. You need somebody, get somebody that someone else, you know what I'm saying? Someone that's got a level head, you know what I'm saying? Someone who ain't doing wrong. All right. But honestly, over the season, we learn about my Dukes at the end of season one. We we see her that she's, you know, kind of like a double agent and she she actually cares about realities and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? All right, I guess I can let it slide. You know what I'm saying? I ended up being like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I, you know what I'm saying? I guess she can stay. You know what I'm saying? She she came I mean, she's spree, but I she can stay. You know what I'm saying? But at first I was like, nah, you need to get you a good woman. I need to get you someone who cares about you. And this girl don't care about you. She's just a devil agent. <laughs> but Scylla came through, man. And, and the way she embraced 
um, Rael's father and the way he embraced her. And honestly, straight up, Rael's father is one of the most cool, loving dads that like, even though his daughter is in super danger, he never really seemed to trip like that. I mean, he was like, I'm, I'm worried for you, but girl, you got this. And I'd be like, I ain't going to front. I don't know. I'd be like, look, baby, we might have to run. I can't let you go in the military. The military already took our mother. I mean, your mother and my wife. I don't know if I could get you to the military. I don't know. I'm be honest. Be it, look, I could be a loving dad too, but I don't know if I can give you to the same organization that killed my wife. I don't know if I could do that. I'm just keeping it real. Look, the, the, the God bless, God bless him. But I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, shouts out. Um, uh, Nisa says, uh, Moesha from back in the day. Yeah, the first song coordination was cool and big props for including Africa and indigenous since we know the first people were in Africa singing and praising. That's right. And, of course, Vera says, amen. That's right. That's right. Oh yes, I love this. Uh, I I was not yo know, the second since she she said she was going to Africa. I was like, this is going to tie back to the uh, bellwethers because we already found out in season two. Like oh snap, hold up, Abigail got whoa, Abigail been holding back on us. Ha Abigail ain't been telling us the truth. She been lying. She been saying she her power levels are over nine thousand. Right? She been she been telling us she was like oh just I'm a little strong no nah, no Abigail was telling them lies <laughs> Abigail was like look all right look I I ain't gonna tell nobody how strong I am real quick I'm gonna drop it on them next season <laughs> like and and just seeing her grow through that grow through the the whole issue of being being the privileged kid who then had to go through trials and now has to figure a way to lead um not only with her unit but lead uh you know with with consideration and love for these new people that they might be putting in danger the people that they're hiding with yo abigail grew man she grew she grew yo she was like this snot-nosed kid but also, this show did something that I never knew. Since y'all watching, let me know if this if another show has done this. In season one, Petra and Abigail fight back to back against oncoming attackers. I don't think we've ever seen a black mother daughter fighting back to back against you know like other people. And the scene was dope. Like the scene was cool. Like, like it wasn't like you know like one and two and uppercut no no like the scene was actually sweet and i was like i don't think i i remember watching it i've watched that scene a couple times since then i'm like i don't think we've ever seen this before where like a, a black mother and daughter were like kind of in some like batman and robin type stuff you know what i'm saying fighting against these oncoming attackers like i don't think we've ever seen that and you know like i'm i still think that that's the hotness um so Seeing that play out in itself from the indigenous side, from the uh, from the uh, African side, seeing where uh, the Ghanaian soldiers were like, hey, uh, what you doing on our land? Because ain't nobody told you you could be here and we ain't playing. So still continuing on old conflicts that we might not know about or may have been forgotten about. And they pay off in, in consequences for these characters that I just I just love. And that, that was like a small scene. But I still love those things. 
Um, and so shout out to uh, <laughs> shout out to Kitty Hart. Uh, said, "Who are all them colonizers talking about <laughs> the motherland?" <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you right on that one. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. That was funny. Yeah, I, I'll give you that. <laughs> so, Kitty Hart says, "So it's black people in it. You speak. You pique my interest." Yeah, there's there's black people in it. Um, they actually have roles. They have motivations. They have goals of their own. They actually help to drive the story forward. You know, they're not like some shows where it's like we're going to give you black people, but they're essentially meaningless. You know, shows you know who you are. Um, <laughs> and Vera Moore says, "Yes, an old black family. It changed Black American history. Slaves uh, to magical soldiers. Which, of course, you could go down the the line of you know the the spiritual magical Negro, but." We'll sit this down since like there's mad witches everywhere. So I guess we'll let that one slide. But um, I do, I do like, um, yeah, if you're going to check it out, it's on um, Hulu. Uh, and I don't know, probably, probably just Hulu, but I know it's on Freeform as well. And I think Freeform has their own app. But um, the, the, the way they handled the growth of these young ladies uh, the growth of this military unit, the growth of this military branch, because they, we also see a transition from Alder to Petra. This show is actually like, this show is like on some A1 stuff. And I think like, I don't know, I just had to stop for us to talk about it for a second because I don't think this show be getting, got the love it was supposed to get. I don't, I, I think I might've seen this show trend one time on Twitter. Like this, Yo, this show is, this show, well, this show was, but this show is, was awesome, man. And I would not be mad with what Vera said earlier, um, saying, <laughs> bring it back for a spinoff, uh, Motherland, uh, World, uh, World War Witch or something like that. Whatever you said earlier, I, I wouldn't be mad at that because essentially you still have, even though at the end, the mother turned everyone into witches, you still have people that were Camarilla that were witches. Do we now get people that essentially hate themselves so much that they try to then, I guess, conspire to kill the new goddesses? And of course, the new goddesses, at the end of the show, we find out that uh, Tally, Silla, I mean, not Tally, Silla, Tally, Abigail, um, Rael are now what, were considered goddesses. Um, and they were like, kind of like, let's get to work at the end of the show. So w that could be cool. We could, we could end up doing a show, you know, maybe a year or two from now, something like after 10 years of peace, <laughs> you know, whenever a show starts like that, we don't never get to see the peace. We don't never get to see people happy, you know, eating pic eating snacks and stuff, chilling at picnics, going to the park, you know, watching the ball game, holding hands, walking across the bridge, looking at the sunsets. We don't never see that. It's like after after a period of peace, <laughs> the Camarilla returns. So you you never know. We we could see something like that. And I if if we got the same writing team, I'd be down with it because. I think the writing team that we had, the showrunner uh, or showrunners that we had, because I didn't look into if showrunners ever changed. And of course the creator, I think we have a crew that actually cares about this story and its characters. But 
even if they never bring it back, you know what? We got 30 solid episodes of some really cool stories. And also, oh, I didn't even think about this, you know, because, I mean, of course, you can see I'm a man. Um, this is a show that has women, uh, you know, uh, being in the military or, or being uh, presidents or, or whatever, and they never... They never do the Hollywood thing where they take a second to pat themselves on the back for casting women. Like It's like, yeah, you're supposed to cast women. Or they also, you never get that like obligatory scene where it's like, women do it better. Like you, ne you never got, you never get that. You just, like I said, even if you look at like Terminator 2 or you look at like aliens or something like that, they just show them being dope. You just so, show, like, and that's all they did. They never... They never like shortchanged the men where um, like uh, like all the men were evil or like all the, all the men were like cat calling jerks. Like you had good guy, good guy, you know, men, bad guy men. And then you had good guy women and bad guy women. You know what I'm saying? And not, at no point was Hollywood like, see what we do? See what we did for women? And like, because... You, you know how Hollywood is. Whenever Hollywood get to do something for, for LGBT or black or women or something like that, they always want to pat themselves on the back and like stop the show to be like, do you see what we did for LGBTQIA plus? Yeah. And then, like, they, never, they never did it through this show. They just allowed the show to be awesome. And that was it. And I appreciate this, man. We got cool fight scenes. Um, I do feel like, of course, gone too soon because it's only three seasons, but this show from the training to the lore, uh, to the younger, the younger group of girls that were kind of like forced to go into the session, all of this stuff, man, the issue between Petra and her daughter, or even with Petra's mom and, 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 uh, you know, President D General Alder and Nikta, like there's so much stuff that just really works for me story-wise. And it was never corny, man. And the fight scenes actually came off pretty decent. Now, at the end, I will say, because I know people be like, yo, man, you know, you know, you be all on that action. Yes. Okay. At the end of the show, there was, uh, at the end of the show, there was this episode where they're down where the, um, where the necro, uh, witch people be at. And that fight scene, you could feel them stalling for time in that one. Like, I, I was watching, I was like, oh, y'all are stalling for time. But not in a way that would make me, it's, it's not going to break, break my enjoyment of the season. Um, this show came through. I really wish we would have gotten a little bit more vicious, but it is, it's freeform, man. And for freeform, this show came through from the technology of the Camarilla, um, from these weird like parties they would have, you know, the, um, the, the, uh, the lady that was, uh, in the military that went undercover to be the, uh, Wade's personal, uh, guard lady, that lady, that the w military lady, she, when she changed over, she had the bald head. Now she got a little, a cool swoop to the side. She was cool too. Like all these man, yo, yo, this show is awesome. Like I can talk about how show awesome this show is. Like it, it's 
it's awesome. So uh, Nisa says, um, I think it's interesting how it's matriarchal, uh, matriarchal centered, but not emasculating. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't, it, it doesn't like do that. It, it, it's just like, oh yeah, you know, like in this, you know, the witches are, I guess, because they don't really, they kind of pick up and put down a plot point about warlocks. So we know that men are, men have the gift as well. And at least gift enough for Alder to run from them dudes in Ghana. So they kind of pick that up and put it down when they have that event at the, um, I think it's in season two when they have that event at Motherland Fort Salem, I mean, or at Fort Salem, when they have that event where the, where the I guess the boys school or the whatever, the, the ROTC, whatever, you know, the, the, the kids from VMI come. <laughs> so the, the boys school comes and all those witch dudes, they show up and or warlock dudes. So we know it exists and apparently they have the ability to have skills because there's a few moments throughout the show where you see witches that we assume have skills kind of bail when they show up. So, you know, meaning like uh, the marshals or the Ghanaian soldiers, or even a deal. A deal does not play, son. Like we saw the the earth and sky come together, and they just disintegrated. Like four, four of the Camarilla, you know, I guess soldiers. I don't know henchmen, whatever you want to call them. So, it they don't really explain that part, but at the same time, we do have a lot going on in this show. And even though that part was never explained, I don't feel shortchanged of it. Uh, it the only thing where I'd say I feel shortchanged is what would or how did um, the the warlock side of the military handle the the occupation of the essentially the the Camarilla redcoats? You know, and yes, I'm gonna call them the redcoats because they had redcoats. So we didn't really see that side, but this season had a lot to juggle, and they had to wrap everything up in ten episodes. So. I'll forgive it. So uh, with that said, man, if you have not seen the show, I tried not to give you every single plot point, but I did want to throw these flowers at awesome actors and actresses, writers, directors, showrunners, creator, whatever, because this show was awesome, man. Like for real, the show was awesome. Uh, once again, I think the 10 episode format is choice. Um, and wow, this was on Freeform. Kind of like when Cloak and Dagger was out, especially the, um, and not saying that Cloak and Dagger is as good as this, I don't think that, but the subject matter in Cloak and Dagger in season two was like, wow, I did not expect this on Freeform. So I got to give it to the show. Motherland Fort Salem is a show that I always regard highly. It's awesome. I hope we see these actors and actresses and other stuff in the future. Um, shouts out to Anacostia. We will always love you. We miss you and thank you for sacrificing yourself. You didn't have to sacrifice yourself because we got witch powers and we could have figured out a way for her to still block the ship. She could, I mean, block the, the Jeep. She could have been like, she could have been like, Sky. And they'd be like, ha ha. Now, don't you be doing that now. I ain't going to kill me in front of my man. But, but you know what? <laughs> We'll let that slide. What's done is done. So, of course, shout outs to Vera, Nisa, um, Kitty at Heart, um, <laughs> and anybody who might get, be getting a lurk on or here on the replay, N-E-R-D-S-O-U-L, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those places, TikTok, podcast, 
like, share, subscribe, all that jazz. Thank you for rolling through. It was fun talking Motherland for Salem. We will be in we will be in Long Beach tomorrow with Solar Gray and some other cool people for um, uh, for Decker Day. Uh, we have an awesome panel going down. I don't know what the panel's for. I will be talking to him later. Um, but I did want to go on it. Yes, we. Yeah, I'm. I, yeah, uh huh. Yeah. All the people. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to tell all the people. <laughs> oh boy, so. So anyway, <laughs> I'm going to drop this. Um, if, you're in, if you're in SoCal area, especially close to Long Beach, uh, go ahead and come through. Um, the link is below where you can, uh, where you can uh, join in. Um, we will put the panel up sometime. We will be streaming some stuff. I will be taking pictures and putting them on Instagram and on Facebook or whatever, Twitter, whatever. It is. We'll be doing some stuff. You need to tell the people... You and me and Mom are going to the convention. Yes, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell. Come, come up here. Come, come. It nurse so light will be there too. Say hi. Hi. Say I love all y'all. Love all y'all. Say we gotta go. We gotta go. No, we don't. Not, not yet. You don't do that. Yet. You, gotta, you gotta hold on. You gotta hold on. So, all right. Say, say we'll see y'all tomorrow. We we'll see y'all tomorrow. M maybe. We have a show called. Dragon Ball Superhero. Yes, we're going to talk about Dragon Ball Superhero. Yes. Yeah. What that else? came out in the movie theater. Are you watching Yeah, it came it? out in the movie theater. Yeah. Well, I just see that. Well, we already watched it. We already saw that. So we, we, we need to watch it in the movie theater. Well, now nah, we ain't. We, look, we out. So we love all y'all. Until next time, from us, you were just saying thank you for watching and peace. Peace. Mm, 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 mm. Oh. We out. <laughs> go get, go, 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 go,